Hey everybody, Zwick here. So you're probably wondering why this uh, episode's a little late. Uh, well, Asterios got sick, so they had to postpone it. And uh, he's still sick, and then Sriracha got sick, so pretty much they're going to be out until next week. In the meantime, here's a live show. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, pretty much cut the beginning because there's not a lot going on. So you're pretty much just going to roll into the next episode right now. Choo-choo! Somebody told me Arby's sandwiches look like female genitalia. You and I can't get that out of my brain. <laughs> you said the person that told you that was you. You say that all the time. I hate that you say that. No, it's not just me, though. That girl last night told me, she was like, I don't eat Arby's because it looks like pussies. <laughs> and now I can't stop thinking about the cheese and what the cheese would be. <laughs> Oh, by the way, that's my latest message from uh, Chris the Kiwi, if anybody knows. uh, I don't engage with Chris the Kiwi because I'm not an insane person. But uh, he does message me fairly frequently. Um, His most recent, he got banned, or no, he blocked me and then he unblocked me. And then he, uh, let me just read you my whole history with this. None of what, I have never replied, but okay. uh, July 25th, he said, hi. July 25th, uh, four hours later, he said, you're rude. August 1st, he said, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) August 8th, he said, why aren't you messaging me? If you don't reply, I will block you. (laughs) Which sounds great. And then he did. And then he unblocked me to send me this. <laughs> uh, Sunday, this most recent Sunday, he said, bitch. <laughs> and then Monday, he said, why don't you use my 12-year-old navel cheese for your mousetrap in your pest-ridden home? <laughs> Joke's on you, buddy. I live in an apartment. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> Is anybody else legitimately afraid of this guy? Yes! Yes, I am! Like, I see... I see Peach, like, engaging with this guy on Twitter, and I'm just... There's no upside to it. None. Like, it's not like at the end of it you're gonna get, like, a check for all the great trolling of a murderer you did. It's like he's so dumb that he's not even fun to dunk on. Because when you dunk on him, he doesn't get it. Yeah, no, that's true, but it's like, okay, messing with Clegg is hilarious. No, Clegg is funny to fuck with because Clegg freaks out. Yeah, messing with Clegg is great. You were on the call when I made him break his phone, right? Oh, that was hysterical. I was in Brazil at the time. I made him break his phone from Rio de Janeiro. Oh my, do you guys all know that story? Because if you do, I'm not going to tell it again. Raise your hand if you know the story. Oh, thank you, Mr. Jesus. Hey, welcome home! <laughs> I forgot about that. Holy shit. They'll hang you up. You're not gonna need those when we're done with you. I have heard that if we sprinkle holy water, it will make you walk again. <laughs> Is anybody here with the, from the Universal Life Church? Is anybody here one of those like, okay, let's have you, later we're gonna have you bless some of this Aquafina and we're gonna dump it on CJ. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, okay, so, so here's what happened. And Sriracha, you were there, so, so tell me if I'm missing anything. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay, so, uh, so what was it? Um, so, oh, they're trying to record episode three of Fight Night with Kimball and Clegg. And Clegg is ref- 
refusing to do it. Clay keeps going, Clay keeps going, no, we're not recording this. No, we're not recording this. We're not recording this. And of course he's saying it into a microphone to like six other people on Discord. Does he not realize the call was being recorded? I'm sure he did. I mean like, but the thing is like when you, it's like, it's like insane people know what they're, they live in like two realities at once. Like Christine Weston Chandler knows she invented Sonic Chew. But no, she literally lives in two dimensions at once because they're going to merge. <laughs> I, ha- I have still heard about, I, I keep hearing about the dimensional merge and I still don't know what it is. The thing I like about it is it doesn't sound like it has any cum involved. Like that's One the- would be surprised. Are you serious? Oh, I want one story with We'll get to that later. What? Okay, so anyway, so, uh, so, so Clay keeps going, and so there's six of us. It's, uh, and uh, we're all singing. I'm in Brazil at the time. I was in Brazil uh, making a Tums commercial. And, um, and what is it? He keeps going, no, you are not allowed to record me. I do not consent to being recorded. I do not, I do consent. not consent. I do not consent. And so, and so I go, uh, excuse me. And he, and he goes, he goes, no, no, no. You're not allowed to record me. You have to stop recording me. And I go, uh, uh I'm, I'm sorry. Can I have the, and, and he keeps going, Kimple, I, I don't know how many times I'm going to tell you this. You're not allowed to record me. And I, and I go, hey, hey, guy, I have a joke I want to get out. Can, can we, do you think we can all stop so I can just say my joke real quick? And then everybody stops and I go, hey, Clegg, since when do you care about consents? <laughs> Get and it? Because he, he likes dicking kids. <laughs> and he goes, Arrgh! and then I hear smash, and then he goes off the line, and we all go like, "Did we cause him to have an aneurysm?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, that was great!" And then he, oh, you, oh sorry, you want to say? Oh no, I'm just gonna say. And then he Venmo you requested you for the price of a new phone. Yes. Then he, they, then he got back on from his computer, and he, the first thing he says is he goes, Asterios, you owe me $60 for a new phone. You made me break my phone. What the fuck phone costs $60? That's the first thing I ask. I go, are you on a jitterbug? Like, what the heck? Does jitterbug have Discord access what now? What are those phones that only calls home and uh, the police? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's not, and he's X'd that feature out in case his date gets a hold of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so the police button just calls into Discord. Yeah, yeah, couldn't it calls the thought cops? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, and that explains so much about Clegg that his first reaction was, "You made me do this thing I do." There's like all these people, like Clegg and Maddox and Chris the Kiwi, where it's like nothing they do is their fault. It's Feminism always... made me fuck kids. <laughs> Which of the three of them says that? Oh, I don't know. I'm just ad libbing. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it was kind of confusing. Okay, anyway. Um, wait, that would be Lou the Kitty who would say that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um... What so, is it? Oh, how about that sex take? <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Unpopular opinion. Hot take. Yeah, I mean, everybody's always talking about, oh, she looks disgusting. She looks terrible. I disagree. I, dis- I think you're all just incels who don't know what women look like. <laughs> she looks like Gollum, but with bad parents. 
She looks like Gowron, but with bad parents? Gollum. No, but I wanted to say my thing. I mean, I heard Gollum, but I like talking about Chancellor Gowron. All right, but anyway, I have yet to see the sex tape. I'm trying real hard not to, not to accidentally run into it, not to accidentally see the sex Because it's like, it, it, it's, I don't need to, I'm sure it's fine. But then I'm scrolling through uh, the Monkey Jones oh, subreddit, God. and yes, you know how you're supposed to put dirty pictures behind an NSFW CSS thing where you have to hit the plus button and then it uses cascading style sheets to protect you from your friend's dick? They didn't use the cascading style sheets. And I see a picture of Lou going down with it. That is worse. That one is worse. It was real bad. I was trying so hard not to see my friend's penis. Oh man, it is weird seeing that shit. Like if you, if, if anybody he slept in our house on our couch, yes, multiple times. He's done it twice. So you, th- okay. I'm sorry, I'm traumatized. I just don't have any jokes. There's no look. We don't need to tell. But the thing is, you see, you seem to find the sex tape okay. But the photo was a bridge, the, the blowjob photo was a bridge too Here's far. Here's what bothers me the most about the blowjob photo. Why is she grabbing his dick like that? Does well, like know Dr. Where, claw? Like a fucking baseball. Like, what would grab? Like, with a claw. Does no one agree with me? That that I didn't weird. look at it for long enough to, to be looking at the grip strength. So she's like, now I've got you. Just like Gollum, my precious. Or like Chancellor Gowron's hold on the Klingon uh, Chancellor, High Chancellorship. They're both great. They're both equally gettable references. Speaking of penises, who wants to read some of Russell Greer's reviews of brothels? Oh, dear Lord in heaven. So I know we covered this a little bit before the pre-show, but if you don't know, uh, Russell Greer is a gentleman with whom I am obsessed. Uh, he is a crazy person from Utah who sued... Taylor Swift because she would not accept his music from him and also because she would not give him a blowjob because he has a minor facial paralysis so he considers that a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Much like, uh, what's his name? Doesn't Lobster Man think, Jordan Peterson thinks like you should have the right to pussy. What? How did that even work? <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know how, but he, but he was like, we need. He was, he was like, we need. He was like, in order to stop school shootings, we need force enforced monogamy. Was it forced or enforced monogamy? And which one is worse? You motherfuckers! You like small government until it comes to your uh, state enforced pussy. <laughs> Your government pussy. Yeah, oh here's, your, here's your government-issued pussy. Then it's fucking socialism all around. Redistribute the pussy. Wow. All right, so Asterios, I'm hoping we could review these reviews. I'm, I'm way down for this. Um, I've heard a little bit about this Russell Greer guy. I don't like anything I've heard. Please go ahead. Okay, so this is a review of Bella Hacienda's Ranch in uh, Nevada, which is a brothel. It started out on a very bad note. I had driven 160 miles from Utah because in our morally prude world, paying other adults for sex is illegal. (laughs) 
It doesn't make it not a crime if you put it in ironic quotes. I don't know why the word illegal is in quotes. Like, that. that's pretty undeniable that it's illegal to fuck a prostitute in Utah. It's not something that's up for debate. I put the word I put the word in quotations because to mock our prude legislators. Oh, of course. <laughs> and be- Classic prude legislation mockery. And because I would rather not get caught up in a sting or meetup with plenty of fakes using fake ads out there, I decided to make, by the way, no periods in this. I decided to make my journey from a different state to a legal brothel. In times past, I had taken the Amtrak to Reno to go to the northern Nevada brothels like the Bunny Ranch and the Love Ranch North. That journey sucks, though. Yes. Hell yeah. We can agree on something. The Amtrak fucking blows. Oh, okay. I love this guy now. (laughs) Because it's an eight-hour ride at 11 p.m. Since I don't have a car, I managed to bribe my gay friend with a hand job. I'm not gay, though. I have no qualms about giving a guy a handjob if it means getting something in return, gas money, and $50 in spending money to take me to the closest brothel in Utah, the brothel in Wells. Now, America, it's time to play our favorite game. Is it gay? (laughs) (laughs) Asterios, is it gay to give your gay friend HJ, but only for the purpose of going to fuck a woman? It's a tough one, isn't it, folks? Hey, clap if you think it's gay. (laughs) But that's how much he loves the pussy, Your Honor. Now clap if you think it's not gay. (laughs) I'm thinking it's gay. (laughs) It's the straightest thing you could do. That's how much you're addicted to the pussy. You need it that much. Please forgive me, God. (laughs) It's okay. I got a blanket salvation. At the start of the show, right? Oh, yeah, Byron hooked us up. That guy rules. So my gay friend and I left Utah at 7 a.m. and arrived in Wells at 10 a.m. I've been emailing... Oh, another question. Sorry? I thought... Russell, this guy who got a handjob from Russell Greer, I think that's worse. Because that's like getting a handjob from, like, one of the Berenstain Bears. You have to have some kind of humiliation fetish. That's what I think. I think so, too. Does everybody here know what Russell Greer looks like? He, he uh, looks like one of the Berenstain Bears. He has a minor... He looks like this. Because his... Oh, uh, that's not bad. I thought he looked like a... I thought he looked like a, a, a Star Trek alien or something. He looks basically normal from the neck down, except his hands are, like, fucked up. He has, like, little T-Rex <laughs> Wait, this guy got like a T-Rex hand job? Yeah. <laughs> would that take long? It would take longer because he has to cover more surface area. He's got to make the trip up. It's like making the trip up in a bicycle as opposed to an Uber. Wow. This is a very complex hand job with a lot of layers. This might be the most fraught with meaning hand job in existence. What really confuses me is that he felt the need to give him $50 after also giving him a hand job. But which could make it less gay. Why do you say because that? Because it's gay for pay. It's just like, ah, whatever. Gay for pay is still gay, buddy. It, but it's less gay. Less gay. If you're, if you're just like, I want to give you a hand job with my T-Rex arms because that's what turns me on. That's gay. That's gay. I'm going to give you a hand job with my T-Rex arms for profit. 
And still gay. <laughs> still, I know, but I'm saying one's a ten and one's an eight. Okay, well, okay. it's still pretty gay. Anyways. Okay. Uh, so my gay friend and I uh, left Utah at 7 a.m. and arrived in Wells at 10 a.m. I had been emailing to what seemed to be an attractive woman. Since I couldn't tell what she looked like, given that her face is slightly shown, I assumed she was beautiful because I liked what I saw. So I dressed in a shirt and got and tie and got roses for her. FYI, I'm disabled. <laughs> Thus, that's why I go to brothels and why I have no shame. I'm not going to live my life without Im- intimacy because Tinder girls are shallow. Fucking ironic for what we're going to find pretty soon. If I'm an adult and she's an adult, I see no problem with what I do. Further FYI, if you're married and you cheat on a wife, you're a POS and deserve to get half of your assets taken from you in the divorce proceedings. This guy's just teeing off like this is, this is his radio show. This is a Yelp review for a brothel, by the way. How do we get Russell a podcast? Oh, my God. I listen to that every day. Ooh, I keep going. Oh. At 10 a.m., I got to the front door looking like the sexiest disabled guy ever. I'm not making this. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Hey, yeah, you don't look like a, you don't look like some goddamn fish mouth guy. You don't I, look like Admiral Ackbar at all. I bet you would never sue a hooker. <laughs> Do he sued a hooker? Oh, Have yeah. you ever sued a hooker, Mr. Jesus? Exactly. You're better than this guy. No, he sued a hooker. And look at CJ's nice full-sized hands. Not T-Rexy at all. Those will give you the best hand job ever. No, I'm kidding. You would have finished that guy off at twice the time, CJ. You could have gotten on the road two hours earlier. You would have made a hundred dollars. <laughs> you wouldn't need to pay extra because it's that good. Anyways, uh, 10 a.m. I got to the front house looking like the sexiest disabled guy ever ready to woo my hooker. <laughs> I rang the doorbell, get shown in, and am told to wait at the bar because the bar stools are so large, manlet, probably... <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the large truckers, I decided to stand and wait, doing squats and leg stretches as I waited. Admittedly, I was slightly nervous about I'm imagining this guy, like, doing fucking pull- chin-ups in the middle of a brothel as the hookers walk around. That's a weird thing to... Because I don't know... If, I wonder if he's like, I'm going to put in that I did some exercises in order to look cooler in my Yelp review... I don't know what's worse, like lying about doing squats in the middle of a cat house or, you know what I'm saying? I, I have no, there's no shadow in my doubt in my mind that, that he actually did do it. Doing squat. okay, that's terrible. And then the moment arrived. <laughs> Out from behind a curtain walked the girl who I was going to see. Everything went in slow motion as I slowly turned to see my angel in a brothel. But what I saw was something that seemed to have crawled out of a Stephen King novel. The woman was not wearing any makeup, did not appear to be anything that was shown in the pictures, and was very old. (laughs) That's in caps. I had to blink a few times to make sure it was actually her. She then hugged me. I tensed up my shoulders, protecting myself from the assault. She then took my nose. Of a woman not wearing makeup and being over 30. The vicious (laughs) assault. He was literally assaulted. (laughs) She then took my roses and began smelling them. Mortified, I eventually explained that I was essentially catfished, in in parentheses for some reason, by a hooker. (laughs) 
And he looks like a catfish. He looks like fucking something, bro. Wait, I'm gonna hold this pose as so a guy's taking a picture of it. You got it? Wait, hold on, one more. It looks great. You look awesome. We got it? All right, yeah, can yeah. we get one from behind? Look me behind. <laughs> No, it's fine. Take your time. It's cool. We got this. We got this venue till eleven. Uh, we're going to the bar after this. Underage kids say goodbye in the parking lot, <laughs> or we could try to get you in. Yeah. Are you underage? Huh? Are you underage? Yeah, I'm eighteen. Okay, we're gonna try this thing where we all just walk in a crowd. Everyone with IDs needs to create a little huddle around uh, Cripple Jesus so we can get in. You cannot do that thing that Kimball fucking did. Oh yeah. Bitch. <laughs> We got Kimball in in Dallas, and then he insisted on going outside to vape a hundred fucking times. He did it twice. We got him in, he goes outside to vape. We get him in again, he goes back outside to vape. And then the third time, the security guy's just like, get out of here. He's like, get out of here, kid. Yeah, they kicked us all out, didn't they? Yeah, they did. So we need to bum rush the people. Just drive really fast, and then if anybody stops you, say, how dare you, I'm a Vietnam veteran. Wait, did you actually do that? Did that actually happen? I actually believe that. Oh, okay, good, so you did. Okay, good, good, good. No, he did not. No, what the fuck? He's 18. How would he serve in Iraq? (laughs) I don't know. Women used to put on mustaches and enlist in World War II. Okay. (laughs) They did! Did they? Yes, they did! And that worked? Yeah, so 15-year-olds got into World War II because they love the country so much. Okay, but women have tits. But as the Lou the Kitty sex tape shows, which I haven't seen. Oh, is there like a Dave and Buster's we can go? Like, I don't want to try to get all these 18 year olds into a bar. Like, oh, let's figure Why that out. funny. Yeah, okay. I want to hear the rest of the story. I'm so sorry. All right, where was I? All right, so she had smelled the roses, which disgusted him. Gotcha. Mortified. I eventually explained. That, oh, wait. I was catfish. I was blah, catfish. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and I kindly let her keep the roses, even though I was mad because I wanted to give the roses to somebody I was attracted to. <laughs> she then kept coming back to me as I sat at the bar, figuring out who I was going to see and kept apologizing to me and shaming me. I'm a good person, she cried. I have a kind heart. Lady, I don't doubt you, but if you are going to sell your body, be honest with your clients by showing your face or, go, or show accurate depictions of your body. If I'm going to pay somebody, I need to be attracted to them. Even after I kindly said that, she would walk past me and give me evil stares. Wait, what's the kind way to say that? I can't fuck you. You're not attracted. Wait, hold on. Let me... I can't fuck you. I'm not attracted to you. Exactly, huh? Yeah, don't you... That's terrible. Really good acting on my part. I can't fuck you. I'm not attracted to you. (laughs) That's even worse! Is that worse? Yeah! There's no good way to say it. Okay, we agree. Serious, lady. Give me my... Leave me alone and give me my roses back. (laughs) Another FYI, I only pay nines and tens. (laughs) Eights are contingent upon the girl, but anything less than a seven is being unfair to myself, my bank account, and my sexual organs. 
This guy sucks. This is real. This is, if you're thinking this is clever satire, it is not. He posted this on his personal Facebook page and was like, here's my review of Bella Hacienda's poor ranch. <clears throat> Fifteen minutes later, the owner got another girl. I was tense, hoping that it wouldn't be another person I wasn't attracted to, but out walked a beautiful blonde because I'm a selfish person. I won't reveal her working name, which is probably like the nicest thing he did in this whole review, was not say who had the pleasure of fucking Russell Greer's uh, stupid little T-Rex hands. Uh, I don't like sharing, but she was smoking. Flames literally were under her feet. A bulge began to form in my pants. <laughs> we went to her room to talk shop, and we agreed to XXX dollars, as that was her hourly girlfriend experience rate. Asterius, do you know what the girlfriend experience is? Uh, the girlfriend experience is when you pay a hooker to pretend that she likes you, <laughs> in addition to having sex with you. Wait. So, without the girlfriend experience add-on, she has sex with you but doesn't like it? No, cookers won't kiss you. Normally. Okay. This is all so sad. <laughs> like, everything that's happening here is so sad. Because the other thing is, like, this guy's bragging about, he's like, I only pay to have sex with nines and tens. Dude, he literally recently tried to file an injunction. What is it called? Is Grand Admiral C here? What is it called when you try to fuck up someone else's lawsuit that has nothing to do with you by filing a motion to say it should get dismissed? Uh, probably some type of injunction. Injunction. He filed an injunction. Some dude is trying to make a pimping illegal in Nevada and Russell filed an injunction that just basically says I'm disabled and I fuck hookers but it's like 70 pages long and has all of these details about the hookers that he fucked in it did Kevin Lantown write it? oh because that sounds like total garbage oh it is total garbage but he is very proud that he writes all of his legal documents himself he's a paralegal Correct. Which means a ghost lawyer. Yes, exact. Yes, I, I, I'm now remembering this guy. I love this guy. I'm obsessed with him. Terrible. Don't tell him that, though. <laughs> he has me blocked on Instagram because I swung too close to the fence. And he messi- I followed him and he messaged me a couple times. I didn't respond and then he immediately blocked me. So now I had to create a dummy catfish account to follow him. Okay. Anything funny happening there? Or is oh, it- constantly. Constantly. <laughs> So he sued Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande. He sued Taylor Swift. Oh, no, he sued a hooker, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift again. <laughs> um, I don't remember who else, but I, I think that's it. one more hooker, just for good measure. Like, I, no, he threatened to sue Fair Abram from Teen Mom. Oh, okay. Because, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. This is why. Because he... Uh, tweeted at her one day and was like, Farrah, we need to go on a date. And whatever fucking unpaid intern that runs Farrah Abrams' Twitter account liked it, and he considered that a legally binding contract, and then sued her for the date. Again, this is such Landau bullshit. Holy moly. This, like, clearly establishes reliance on a promise, Your Honor. I'm into, I'm entitled to Farrah Abrams. And the only thing that made him drop it was she was like, if you go through with this, we will countersue you into the fucking dirt. And then he was like, Farrah begged me to drop it, so I did. <laughs> she was fat anyways. 
this is all this guy's this is just awful oh my goodness all right so is this review over yet almost we got to get to the fucking <laughs> so upsetting to hear this okay get to the fucking <clears throat> A bulge began to form in my pants. Oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I just wanted to read that again. That's not where we are. Uh, once in, she, she soon got me onto the bed, and we had wild sex. Once an hour was done, I was sweaty, tired, and very, very satisfied. <laughs> the moral of the review is, don't buy somebody flowers without knowing what they look like. <laughs> also, don't be afraid to say no. Ladies, you have that right, too. Thanks. <laughs> And lastly, I want to give a five-star review because my beautiful blonde princess in the sheets deserves praise. Like I said, I'm selfish, so I won't be sharing her name. Shrugs in quotation marks for some reason. This is the fate of those who have foolish confidence. The end of those who are pleased with their portion. Wow, how'd you find a perfect Bible person? The whole Bible's about judging assholes! Every, Every line in this book What's your favorite Bible story? Mine is the one where uh, J- where Jesus goes to the temple and chases out all the money launderers. But there's nothing ever in the Bible about him hitting people. But all of the artwork has him like with a donkey whip smacking people on the back. Absolutely no joke. That is my favorite story of the Bible is Jesus versus the moneylenders. It's fucking hysterical. The art that they showed me in Catholic school, I'm not kidding, was Jesus like flipping over the table like an ECW. A-E-W, A-E-W. Like the guy at the casino who's too drunk and just lost his last 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's awesome. I remember one time I was in church and the priest was given a thing and he goes like, he goes like, did Jesus ever show anger? Was Jesus ever angry with anybody? And I raised my hand. I was like six years old. And he goes, uh, Asterios? Because <laughs> up until then, and totally after, church is not a question and answer format. And I go, Jesus got really mad at the people in the temple and he flipped over their tables. <laughs> And the priest went, yes, well, there was that one time. But anyway, <laughs> after that, he doesn't get mad. So, Asterios, would you be- visit Bella Asienda's Hooker Ranch? No, I don't want to. It sounds so sad. It's, it's like you're paying for... Because it's, it's like, okay, well, why is he writing this on Facebook? Like, he's writing it to brag about it ostensibly. Yes. Like, that's why he's saying he's calling her my angel between the sheets. She was a knockout blonde. Like, he thinks this will make him look good. And it's just, nothing could make you look worse than, like, telling, like, a 30-year-old older woman sex worker that she wasn't up to your standards when your standards are giving a guy a hand job to go visit a hooker. Which is not gay? Oh, no, it's gay. We decided it was gay. It's like, those are the... It's just, it's just, it's so sad. And the thing is, it's like, well, it's like people on social media, like, whatever they're posting, it's the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, if there's, like, a girl who's, like, posting, like, 
pictures of her like hard at work, like building houses for the homeless. It's like that girl's a bitch. Like that girl IRL is like a huge bitch. Oh man, the Instagram models are doing this thing with fucking infuriates me now. Have you seen it? Like the models that you follow to jerk off to. Do you notice that they're making like these big long captions with their philosophical thoughts now? Like, I'm not just following to see you half-naked in, in Bali or wherever you are. Yeah, I don't like that when they're just like, when they're just like, I'm having a rough day today, so I posted this picture of myself from TBT when I was feeling fierce and alive, and it's just like, just say like, hey, I'm hot. Like, I hate it when they write their whole life story in the captions. No, I don't even read it. Never read. Just keep on scrolling. Yeah, yeah, I usually don't read it either. And again, that's that, like, self-justification stuff where they're like, I'm going to put in all this stuff in the caption so I can seem smart and so I can not seem like I'm just, like, uh, thirst-trapping. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, my God. The bleed-over from Instagram to YouTube is so small, and I never knew that. Tell me. What do you mean? Like, I know a girl, not personally, but I follow a girl who has something like 500,000 Instagram followers, and then she made a YouTube channel where she just talks about, I don't know, her feelings or something. (laughs) I couldn't make it through one of her videos, and she only has 150 seven subscribers not 157,000 but just 157 I'm like wow that must be devastating to your self esteem <laughs> you sound like you're really happy about this I am nothing makes me lol hard <laughs> oh my goodness alright hold on let me see if there's anything else we wanted to talk about we can uh, do Christery yeah. yeah you guys want to do Christery yeah okay alright let's close on Christery <clears throat> Today, we're going to talk about a little video that I like to call Rollin' and Trollin'. <laughs> Does nobody know what that is? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Chris, uh, once upon a time, after the Julie shit, was getting trolled <laughs> relentlessly. Uh, everyone was calling him autistic. They were calling him names that he did not like. So Chris decided that the best way to fight against this was to pretend that he was just pretending to be autistic. <laughs> So lately after the Julie saga, he uploaded a video called Rollin' and Trollin'. <laughs> Welcome to CWCville. It is eight minutes long. I was hoping we could play it, but we don't have a projector, unfortunately. But it is eight minutes long. It, Chris takes off his Sonichu medallion, takes off his uh, am, amethyst uh, high school class ring, which is ostensibly the source of his powers, and tells everyone that it was all an elaborate prank. He was never actually autistic, and everyone who believed it had been trolled. I don't like this. Do you think that that worked? No. Unfortunately, I don't think that that worked. I think the only thing that would work with that guy is if he would get off the internet. It... It, they've tried. So many people have tried to get Chris off the internet, and it never works. Like, I think the closest he ever got was his pastor, Rocky, got him off the internet for a couple of months, and then his grand return was him literally fucking his PS4 in exchange for his PSN account back. <laughs> Did he put it in the, like, the CD slot? Oh, I have no idea. I've only seen the censored version. I'm trying to think of where you would fuck a PS4. It's the... 
in the HDMI ports. I mean, you would have to drill a hole in it or something, right? Yes, there's a large port on the back that's like a camera port. That's terrible. Is that big enough to put a dick in? No, but it's the. But if you had to fuck a PS4, that's where you'd fuck a PS4. Wouldn't you try to fuck it through like the CD slot? With the CD slot, it's not like an old-fashioned Packard Bell CD tray. It's just like a teeny tiny little slit that you just like put the thing in. But if you crack it, could you crack it open, or is that not something that's possible? But then your PS4 doesn't work, and then what's the point of having your PSN account back? That's true. That's true. He is holding it like this. He's holding it like a book. And then he's fucking the PS. <laughs> so I assume... Is there a video of this? Yes. Of course. But there's video of everything! Oh god, this guy! You're lucky I didn't show you the video. I don't know if there's a video out there, but of him taking his medallion. At one point, Julie's evil twin, Max, made him cut up his medallion and shove the pieces up his ass. <laughs> is there a video of that? I don't think there is. Oh, there is? Oh, okay, let me... You want to see? How many, no, I don't, how many pieces? He was allowed to cut it into three pieces. That's not nearly enough pieces. Oh my god, I would have said eight, eight pieces. Because at three pieces, just put the whole thing up there and get it over with. So naturally, when your favorite low cow makes a video that says, "I'm not actually autistic and I work forty hours a week," what do you do? You call the government benefits office. <laughs> send them the video and say this guy is uh, bludgeoning off the doll as they say in Australia. What's it called? Cheating benefits in America? What yeah, he's, a, he's a, 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 a benefit fraud. Yeah, he's uh, che- cheating social security. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they got him to make another video afterwards saying yes, he is autistic <laughs> and he has never worked a day in his life. You see how these stories play. You love this stuff. You're always like, oh, this is great. A disabled man got pranked. Hell yeah. And then I'm always like, Sriracha, this is genuinely sad. And you're always like, ha ha, no it's not. Anyway, anyway, the cops came, they planted the gun in his locker and he got arrested. It was pretty funny. Russell Greer did do that. What? what? You didn't know that? Oh my God, no. He, uh, okay, so let me tell you the story that Russell tells, and you tell me what percentage of this is bullshit. I would like to hear from the lawyer, too, because this involves a legal component. <clears throat> Here is the story that Russell Greer tells about the incident. Ready? So Russell went to high school in Wyoming, and one day he had a surgery scheduled to remove his uh, tonsils. So he went into the bathroom and decided he was going to play a senior prank. <laughs> And that prank was, he wrote on the bathroom stall, something terrible is going to happen on X date. (laughs) The date that he was going to have his tonsils out. Now, Russell claims that what he meant by that was that he was not going to be at school. So the tragedy was that no one would get to see his beautiful limpy face (laughs) that day. After he left, he claimed that other people went into the bathroom and wrote that there was going to be a shooting and names of female classmates that would be targeted. Okay, was there it all the same handwriting or There something? is a camera, we don't know that, but there was a camera outside of the bathroom. So how they apprehended him was they looked at the camera footage 
because I guess somebody else went in there, saw that, and then ran out and told the teacher. And they compared the camera footage to when the last person was in the bathroom, like, you know, a timed sort of thing. Yeah. Russell, Russell's parents then I guess got a really, really good lawyer because he was only in, he didn't get convicted. He got like his record sealed or whatever. So you can't find the information on that, but he did not serve, he served time in jail, but not prison or something. Okay. This is not a funny story to tell on a comedy show. What are you talking about? That's hysterical. I know. I know you think this is hysterical. I know you think this is hysterical. I know you do. I know you're made of 4chan. If any audience was going to find this funny, it would be some of the people in this audience that are on your slash X's and your slash Y's and your slash Z's. Whatever the hell. Like... This stuff is not funny, it's just sad sriracha. These people, these people are like cancers on the world. And they're going around and they're like fucking with Taylor Swift, who has it hard enough, thanks. She can't hold down a man for shit. Like, um, and like, Christy, Christy Weston Chandler is just a person trying to invent their own side, the hedgehog character, and, and, and she's hitting people with cars and pepper spraying them because of the color of Sonic's arm. And calling them juice. <laughs> Jew. <laughs> How could you be so heartless and cruel, Michael Snyder? Jew. <laughs> You'll notice the laughter stop! This is okay! Okay? You'll notice the cresting point of the laughter! The, you are making all of this too real! This is the. Is it one of these in church? What? Is it because we're in the church? No! Us being in church makes it funnier! No! No, no, no! We're lucky! We have like a plus two buff to humor because we're doing this in a church! Oh my god, you want to talk about the dude that called about the meth? <laughs> I don't want to tell a sad story. No, this is hysterical. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so let me tell some tales out of school. We're closing on this. I need a cigarette. Okay, so uh, Sirius unwisely tweets his phone number every so often, right? 347-705-7617. Call it right now. You'll That's see real. it's my actual phone number. No, yeah, it's call very it. real. All right, keep going. Keep going. So uh, one day we get calls at all hours of the night from crazy people. <laughs> yeah. So one day a gentleman calls at what, like... What one in the morning. One in the morning. Because I asked you... I was like, Sriracha, like a listener's calling. Do you want me to take this? And I was like, yeah, answer it. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah, exactly. Hey. What's up, Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, no wrestling fans here. Okay, sorry. Anyway, keep going. So he calls at 1 a.m. And he's like, I need to tell you something funny. <laughs> I have been awake for 72 hours. <laughs> Because I've been smoking meth and drinking cough syrup (laughs) the entire time. I don't find this funny. I am the, I'm the audience that will least find this funny. I have realized in my age that I'm like Ned Flanders who occasionally says the word cum. Like, 
like cubbily dumbly do, like that's who I am. Like, uh, and so I assume that he's calling me because like somewhere deep down, oh, by the way, this was Friday. This was like last week, <laughs> like this just happened. I assume he's calling you because he's like, deep down he's somehow reaching for help. You know what I mean? Because it's like, he could have called anyone and told them he was on meth and cough <laughs> syrup. Like, like probably his friends that do meth and cough syrup. Like he could have called them. Oh, and then also the whole time I'm thinking to myself, but you know, cough syrup hasn't got you high since 1985. Like, they took the shit that makes you robo-trip out of cough syrup because Run DMC made too many songs about it. That's so, true. It ain't Snoop Dogg's cough syrup no more. Yeah, you, it's no longer purple drink. It's just a purple drink. Like, it's not, it, it doesn't work anymore. And, and so, and so I'm, I'm, so the first thing I want to do is tell him, like, stop drinking cough syrup, it won't get you high. And then I realized, wait a minute, I need to tell him not to smoke crystal meth first. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, I know you think this is really funny, but, uh, but I go, I go, I've never told anyone this before because I, I try not to be one of those sober guys that's, that's all just like, you know, sobriety's cool and lit. Like, I, like, I try not to be like one of those guys who's like, uh, who's like, is, is a sobriety FTW. Um, like, uh, and I go, hey, I've never told anybody this. I do think you should get sober. I go, because I go like, when was the last time smoking crystal meth made you happy? And he goes like, it hasn't made me happy for a long time. And I go, yeah, I'm guessing like the first time you did crystal meth, it was awesome. And then every other time since then, it's been you like trying to chase that high. And then you start scratching your face. I didn't say that last part. And then eventually you put your fingers through your cheek. I didn't mention the last oh, part. Oh, and you know what the craziest part is? After that, he starts fucking arguing with you. <laughs> like, what if I only smoked a little bit of crystal meth? And I'm like, bro, nobody smokes a little bit of meth. Like, any meth is too much meth. Nobody comes home and is like, wow, this was a hard day of being a lawyer. I'm gonna uh, light my fireplace, have a nice glass of wine, crack open infinite jest, and smoke a little bit of meth. <laughs> yeah, it's Nobody not like does weight, that. It's not like Weight Watchers. There's not like smart points for like, okay, you can have one hit of meth today, but that's it. Like, uh, so I so I go like, I think you just stop smoking crystal meth. And he goes like, well, I'll, I'll see about cutting back. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I, 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 I tell him, I said, I think the reason you're calling me is because no one in your life is telling you this. I said, you could have called anybody. You're calling me at one in the morning. He was, he was living in Alabama. Like, I, I think that's a similar thing. That's the only zone. thing to do there is smoke meth. Yeah, and then I was like, no, I get it. Bye. <laughs> I was like, boomer sooner. See you later. Oh, no, wait, that's Oklahoma. Um, but, uh, but uh, oh, so, 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 so he goes, well, I'll think about it. He goes, but I, he goes, but I absolutely can't stop drinking cough syrup. That does make me happy. I say let the guy drink the cough syrup. Like, if it doesn't have whatever, whatever that shit was in it that made you fucked up and then you couldn't drive afterwards. Like, if it doesn't have, who cares if he drinks the cough syrup? I agree that, like, I agree the cough syrup is less harmful than Chris. But it's probably the only thing he's drinking that has, like, vitamins and minerals <laughs> yes, in it. That's is, is, like, Flintstones brand cough syrup. Oh! Right, the last thing about this guy, and then I think we should wrap it up. Uh, he goes, uh, 
he goes, oh, so I go like, why have you been awake for three days? And he goes, well, I'm worried because I'm trying to get back into jail. Exactly. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean I'm trying to get back into jail? And I go, you, oh, you mean like you're trying to stay out of jail? He's like, no, 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 I'm on parole and it sucks. It's a real hassle. It would be easier to go back to jail at this point. So I'm trying to get myself thrown back into jail and I'm having a lot of trouble. And, uh, yeah? No, I'm just, I want to talk about the P thing because I think that's total That's bullshit. what I'm getting to, yeah. So... So he's like, so he's like, the reason it's harder to be on parole is that they have to drug test me. But every time I go down there, I can't pee. I get pee shy. See, I think that's horseshit because you can, like, just keep drinking water, man. At some point, it's going to come out of you. <laughs> I think the actual problem is that he's doing crystal meth. <laughs> and he doesn't want that to show up in a pee test. So he's, like, real shy about the results of his drug test being crystal meth. Like, that's the shyness. He's not like, I'm camera shy. I don't like public speaking. He's like, I'm on crystal meth and I don't want to get caught. So let me lie to a boomer about pee-pee problems. Um, by the way, pee-pee problems are on Discord is really funny. We met her last night. She's very cool. All right, so anyway. Um, so I go like, dude, don't go back to jail. Like... What is your, cause he's, talking, he's talking about his girlfriend. He goes, I, I go like, what does your girlfriend think? Like, what does your family think? Like, are they gonna want you to go back to jail? And he goes, they all think it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I bet your girlfriend's all for it. And then I was like, oh, right. They don't want this crystal meth guy in their life. <laughs> he's drinking all the coughs or what happens when someone gets a cold in the house? That poor baby. Yeah, exactly, that poor colicky baby. Um, so then I told him, like, well, buddy, I guess go smoke some crystal meth and have fun in jail. It's 1.30 right now. We got to go to sleep. Where do you think he is right now, Sarancha? I think he's smoking some meth and looking at the stars and thinking about you and me. Aw, that's very sweet. And then he gets arrested and thrown on the ground, and he's, now he's just thinking about you. <laughs> God damn it! Hey, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for coming to the Loudest Podcast live in Detroit. We've got this. We've got the church until 11. I say let's try to get out of here around 10. So let's all go outside, smoke cigarettes. If anyone wants to get pictures. Oh, wait, we have merch. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, let's sell we're selling merch. We're tour-exclusive merch. And, um, and then if anyone knows of, like, a, a, an 18 and over, like, a pizza place or someplace we could go to that the kids could get into around here, let us know. All right, well, we'll get I up. will look for a Dave and Buster's. Yeah, Dave and Buster's would be great. All right, thank you guys for coming. Have a good night.